Welcome back to the King Bentley Podcast. First things first, before we go any further, I want everybody to go on Instagram, go on Twitter, follow me at underscore King Bentley, underscore King Bentley. That's underscore K-I-N-G-B-E-N-T-L-Y. You can find a host of other pictures and tweets and content that you can't obviously find here. Today's guest is Shamar, a friend of mine who also happens to be a viability coach. If you're wondering what a viability coach is, trust me, you're not the only one. I too was also wondering. I too was also lost. Does that even make sense? I too was also. Is that correct, Grandma? Who cares? Who knows? So yeah, we unpack a whole bunch of things, uh, a couple of NBA topics, and then we get into what he does as a viability coach, what it means to be a viability coach. We also talk about him battling depression and how that motivated him to now doing what he's doing now, which is focusing on mental health, physical fitness, and viability. Um, this is also the last episode of the year, the last episode of the year. What a year, what a year 2018 has been. I think we should actually all just stop and think about the year that 2018 has been. How we can grow, how we can evolve in 2019 as well. Merry Christmas to everybody who celebrates Christmas. Happy New Year's when it comes. I hope everybody enjoys the holiday. And I'll catch you on 2019 again. But for now, like, share, subscribe, spread the word. It's the King Bentley Podcast. I'm sitting here with my man Shamar. Shamar John, John Attic. What do you, what do you prefer to be called? Um, just call me Shem. Shem. That's the new thing now. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a new thing. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> when did this rebrand happen? Uh, uh, nah, my, my mom usually called me Shem, and people close to me call me Shem, but I decided, you know what, everybody else could call me Shem. Since it's nice and short, <laughs> and straight to the point, you know, like Dave, that's straight to the point. Right. Shem is straight to the point. Shem is straight to the yeah. point. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks for letting me know. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. But now we got <laughs> <laughs> Nah, let's get right to it. Let's start let's start with um a story that I've been seeing all week. And it's been blowing my I'm not gonna lie to you, it's been blowing my I'm tired of seeing it now. But the uh, Anthony Davis going to the Lakers or the potential of Anthony Davis being signed to the Lakers or traded to the Lakers. I'm tired of hearing about that story now, I must say. And I feel like ESPN and Fox News not Fox News, Fox Sports grabbed the story and just ran with it. I think it's actually gonna happen though. I really, really? think it's gonna happen. I think it's going to happen. How would it happen? How? I think they're going to get rid of Ingram. The thing is this, though. Don't get me wrong. Everybody's saying LeBron and, and Anthony Davis would be a great fit with each other, which they would. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Realistically, the Lakers don't have enough assets to offer the Pelicans for Anthony Davis. No, wait, wait. What, what, like, what's his contract like again? Like, he has two more years left on his contract. 20, he's owed $27 million this year, $28 million next year. So there's no left. option like to yeah, he opt does out. have a player option on the twenty twenty. So in twenty twenty he can opt out and be a free agent. So if they want to sign him a free agency, they'd have to wait till twenty twenty. They couldn't do it next year. But if they want him prior to next year, they'd have to trade for him. And I, real, th- I think they still will get him. I say how somehow because the Lakers always get those good players. <laughs> you already know it. <laughs> you know nah, it's coming. Stop and think about it. Houston was ready to offer Minnesota four draft picks for Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's an all-star. Anthony Davis is a perennial, not perennial, a generational talent, right? With that being said, if you're New Orleans, what's your what, what's your valuation of, of Anthony Davis trade-wise? What's your, what's your trade valuation of Anthony Davis? What are you willing to take back? I mean... Take back. I mean, I want Ingram. I would want Ingram for sure. Definitely. They're gonna probably ask for Ingram and Lonzo, but you know they're not. Gonna they're not going. They're not gonna give up Lonzo. Nah, nah, I, think, I think the Lakers. Really they're gonna keep Lonzo. Lonzo. 
They probably could trade off. Oh no, but they, it's only for one year. They're gonna get rid of uh, what's his name? Um, Lance Stevenson, Rondo, Javel McGee. Which one of the one year contracts? He's um so injured right now. Back. Um, he's about to come back this Friday, I think. Rondo. Today, right? Right? Friday. Contavious Caldwell Pope. Um, he played with the Celtics. You know what I'm talking about Rondo. They, yeah, Rondo. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I realize he's only on a one year contract, right? Yeah, so, I think the reason why they signed all of those players to one year contracts is so that they'll be able to just flip them in deals. That's what I think. That's what I was saying. I think they're gonna use some of those players and flip them. That's what I believe. And it might happen this year. I think it might happen this year. I think so. I don't know what you think. The thing is this though, even if they want to flip those players for Anthony Davis, they still don't have enough piece like because Anthony Davis is I mean old. what the Pelicans are gonna do with those No contract contractually it just wouldn't add up. Anthony Davis is owed about twenty, I think six million this year. Right, so they're gonna have to figure out how they can um put together enough assets to to match that. They don't have that. So I'm trying to explain. <laughs> they don't have that. Like, they literally can't trade for Anthony Davis right now unless the Pelicans will, are willing to just take less. So who's the other option? You know, who I really wanted to be on there, the Lakers. Who? Giannis. I wanted. <laughs> you hate Giannis, man. I don't hate Giannis. Giannis, Giannis is my MVP. Yo, I think he's a right once now. in a generation. Player. He's also once in a generation yeah. player, but like no, the Milwaukee's not trading. Nah, <laughs> that's quiet like, for that. Ah man, he reminds me because who, who's on the Bucks? Uh, the guy with the sky hook. I forgot his name. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He reminds you of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Well, not remind me. Like he, he went from um the Bucks to the Lakers, so I won't be surprised if Giannis leaves. <laughs> I'm thinking Giannis is going to leave. I want I want Giannis to on on the Lakers. I think that would be crazy. But all right, so back to Anthony Davis. I still think it's gonna happen. I don't know if the Lakers are gonna pull like something crazy. I really feel like all those pieces that they have. I know they're gonna do something crazy. They planning something crazy. You're not gonna get all those pieces just for nothing. This is true, but. So here's my thing. The only way that I could see, not the only way, but the reason why I think, okay, it's still a possibility that it, that it could happen. I'm 50-50 right now. Mm. 50% is saying, all right, being that he left his old agent, uh-huh. which was Wasserman, and signed with Clutch Sports. Oh, yeah, that happened. Yeah. Who's LeBron's best, best friend. friend. Like, all right, that's uh, pretty telling. On. Yeah. You feel me? Now you're, you're, you're telling me something. Now you're, you're hinting that, yo, exactly. listen. We're going oh, over there. Exactly. Yeah. You're, telling, you're telling New Orleans, as much as Anthony Davis is remaining adamant and saying that, yo, my focus right now is just trying to turn this franchise around. By doing that, you're telling you're telling New Orleans, listen, if you don't figure it out, I'm gone. I'm gone, yeah, pretty much. I'm out. And you think LeBron is going to stand for, like, not being in the finals again? Next year? Next year, maybe not. Okay, nah. I'm about to say next year, maybe he, not. But this I'm year, mad. this year, I think he already knows. He came into the season knowing, like, yo, listen, this is just a trial run. I don't even care what really happens this year. I'm just here to establish, establish myself bro. in L.A. I feel like next year is when everything. Next year is when shit get real. Next yeah. year is all the play plays out the window. Now we got exactly. Now we got to get to the second round conference finals and do something. Yeah, I think they're going to win. I feel like they're going to get to the finals. Um, not the finals this year. I'm the, I'm the Western Conference Finals this year. It just, it just, this I think year? So. I think this they, year you think the Lakers are going to get to Western Conference Finals? I think, they could, I, I think they could do it. I think so. I think so. Why Why I believe so is because they're going through growing pains right now. I feel like by the time the year comes around and they figure each other out, I feel like so. Unless the trade happens like midway in the season, like before the trade deadline, then I could see like, okay, you know. Why it won't happen, but I think they could. At least semifinals. Mm-hmm. I feel like they could definitely get to semifinals, and they could make some noise in the semifinals and be ready to go to the Western Conference. I think finals. that, um, I think that, here's the thing. Right now, they're this, if the playoffs were to start today, they'd be playing Portland. They could beat Portland in the seven-game series. 
Yeah, they can beat. They can beat. I'm not. I'm not worried about Portland. Nobody's worried about Portland. Portland's gone. <laughs> <laughs> they can be pulling in a seven game series, right? Well, actually, it's Portland not was relevant. I'm when, looking um, at the standings right now, Scottie and it's Pippen not very. I'm looking at the standings, and it's not. It's not too far fetched because right now they play Portland, which means in the second round they'd have to face somebody from that one eight matchup, which would be either Denver or Houston. I think Denver would give them run for their money. Though. I don't think they'll be able to just waltz through Denver. I think it's a six game series with Denver. Lakers at six? Yeah, I think six. But Denver's not even at full strength right now. People forget that. Denver's not at full strength right now. Isaiah Thomas is out. Will Martin is injured. Paul Millsap is is struggling right now because of injury. I could possibly go to a a seven. A seven-game series. Possibly. I mean, they play good defense. It'll be cool to have the the Lakers' young players in the second round. Good defense in today's ball. (laughs) Cold (laughs) the air air (laughs) (laughs) Who plays plays good defense? The Lakers or um, Denver Denver does. Denver's isn't it, aren't they like the top in the top five ranking? As far as defense, yeah. I might might go for. I don't know. I I think so. I don't know, but they are the best team in the Western Conference right I now. I think so. they're top. That's that's they speaks. The, I, they're at least top I'm ten. Fine. I know that. I'm pretty sure. They have to be. Yeah. They um. Be. Last time I that's what that's my thing. Last time I checked, they were both top ten in offense and defense. As of right now, I can't tell you. Um. Let me see. Okay. So after the, after Denver, if they go to the next round, who are they gonna face though? It would have to be, that, then it would have know, to be somebody from that um, the Rockets are going like gonna be somebody's gonna be facing the Rockets, right? So who? That, no, I'm saying right now, if, they, if the playoffs would have happened today, the Rockets are currently in eighth in the eighth spot. Wait, you they really that, are? Yeah, you know, why does it feel that? like they? <laughs> because the Western Conference is tight as fuck. Wow. Man. Outside of Phoenix, who only won eight games, right? Mm-hmm. From one to two, from when I went to one to fourteen. Mm-hmm. Timberwolves being the um, 14th seed, that's seven and a half games back from the first seed. Hmm. Timberwolves are 14 and 17. 14 and 17? 14 and 17 in the 14th spot. <laughs> Why is the Western Conference so tight then? And then I... 11, 12, and 13, which is the Mavericks, Jazz, and Pelicans respectively, <laughs> each have 15 games. Each won 15 games, excuse me. So that's how close the Western Conference is. So that's why right now the Rockets will be playing Denver in the first round. So, okay, so... The Rockets is eight. Then who's seventh again? The Seven? Spurs. Spurs. I don't think the Spurs make the playoffs this year, though. So I don't think the Spurs make the playoffs this year. We got um, what's his name? My favorite. He's not my favorite. DeRozan. And we got what? Lamarcus. Uh, I don't know about DeRozan. Why, Why did they trade Kawhi Leonard? Because Kawhi didn't want to be there. Simple. And we still have. I want to know what happened with that. I, I still. I'm still curious to know why Kawhi didn't want to stay in San Antonio. San Antonio out of all places. That's very tough. What's going on? I don't, I don't know. know. We don't know what's going on, on behind the scenes. I mean, you can't be great forever. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You can't be great forever. You know. Um. <laughs> Excuses. <laughs> <not> tr- <laughs> you know. I we put a cap on it. We 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 gonna be back next year. Um, I still think we could um pull it off and get to the eight seed. Well, we're seven right now, so I think we it, just listen. I, you know what? It's not my thing. It's not far fetched to say that San Antonio be able to to get sneak into the playoffs They'll seven eight, but I don't. I just I don't see it this year. This year. Uh, my we thing got, is, is mainly because they lost the Dejounte Murray, who was their starting point guard, and I like the way that wait that's a pop like, that was a full season. He tore his ACL. I like the way Pop implemented him into the offense. I like the way he's running that offense. So I, I just feel like it, it may not happen. But they're seventh right now. We don't know what can happen. For, we we, the rest we, of the we can we can hold seventh and eight or eighth. I think so. Maybe we got Pop, man. We got Pop, baby. Right. Good. Pop. You never really want to count out Pop. Pop. I get Pop that. Pop is good. We good. I get that. I get we that. Good. We got Tony still. Tony's nah, old. Tony's on. He's on. He's on. Um, Charlotte. Wait. Wait. They traded Parker. 
Yo, bro, where have you been? Wait, wait, hold on. Nah, 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 nah. So that, okay, I, what happened? When was this? Bro, this is, they didn't trade Parker. Parker just left in off season. <laughs> he left in the off season. Oh my God. I'm so good. He didn't want to be a backup. Or he didn't want to play so the role that they were giving him. You know? oh, I'm so used to Parker, Um, them being so good. I didn't check in on them. Exactly. I just know that they had DeRozan, but I assume that they had Parker still. Nah, they don't. They, they, they that means Parker is going to retire soon. Yeah, he, he signed a two-year deal with Charlotte, so he's out of here after those two years. Old. How kids? Yeah, not the Bop. Nigga, the Hornets. Hornets, my bad, my bad, <laughs> my bad, yo. I'm thinking Charlotte Bop, yo, yeah, you know what? You stuck in 2000, that's yeah, what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You stuck yeah, in 2000. 2000. Yeah, I'm thinking Bobcats. I forgot they changed names. Right. Yeah. But nah, realistically speaking, I don't think that the Lakers Damn. will get to the conference finals. They can get to the second round. Like I said, it would be a very good experience to see or for the young players to be in the second round this early. So that would that would be good. That would be a good little playoff run for them. But I say year, semifinals. They can make semifinals. Next year is when things ramp up for them and things get more serious. I like Lonzo how he's going right now. I think nah, I, I do, think I do he's, like Lonzo. He's growing. I do he's like growing. Lonzo, and I think I think him him playing alongside LeBron is gonna help him a lot. Because not to say that Lonzo's LeBron, I'm not saying that. Let me nah, we know that. Saying that. We, Lonzo's we, not, not LeBron, LeBron but, but they have similar play styles, and him being able to learn from, from LeBron, LeBron James yeah. how to play that play style is gonna be. Yeah, it is. You're right. Priceless. You're right. You're right. Priceless. They uh, the other day they both had triple doubles together. Yeah, that was a nice game. That was a, that was a good game. It was twenty three. No, maybe that's the that was the game after that one. The triple double was it twenty three? Dropped five threes. Who five um, out of nine. Lonzo, Lonzo or or, or No, Lonzo dropped out of five out of I nine think, threes. I think that game. That's the game. Lonzo has sixteen, three. ten, and ten, and then. No, no, no. So that this game is probably after that one, after the triple double. Oh, they lost that game though. They lost that game. The triple double game. Um, they not played. the triple double game, but the one after that when he dropped twenty three points. Um, he was it was five. He was five of nine from um the three point line, and you know he can't shoot. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like, what everybody say. He can't shoot, so now uh, he can shoot a little bit. So nah, that was yeah, that was the, that was they, when they played the Nets. He dropped twenty three. Yeah, and shot five and nine. They lost that line. game. They lost that yeah, game. Yeah, how you lose Quiet, to the Nets? Quiet has kept the Nets on a seven game seven game winning streak right now, and we wouldn't even know that if they didn't beat the Lakers to to make it six. Wow. That's how much, yo. That's why I don't watch TV anymore, bro. Nobody talks about what's really going on in the league. Like the Nets have this. The Nets win. They, the Nets win. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I, yo. In my bro, mind, the, the Nets, Nets have been bowling, the, and nobody's discussing. I mean, the Nets everybody's more so thing. caught up on the fact that Anthony Davis may go to LA. And so that, who's and gonna even, go to the Nets? The Nets thing. Yo, when are we gonna win a championship? When Brooklyn gonna win a championship? Never. Come on now. Come on. Yeah, you're Come right. Come on now. You're right. You never win nothing. Nah, but <laughs> I go, I go say it loud. The Nets, the Nets are turning around as a, turning it around as a franchise. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the Mets. I'm about to say. No, no, no. Don't, 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 don't. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm still upset that I'm a Mets fan, but you know. Oh, you? A I kind of. Yeah, really? I, I, I was I was oh. I grew into it. You know, oh. like I was born into that. You didn't, my, yeah. my, my pops was a Mets. It's a Mets fan, so inevitably what I. What happened to him? What? Like, oh, he nobody Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> they win. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Go I gotta, I gotta really chop it up with him one time. Like, yo, like what? Like, why, when you came to this country, what made you say, yo, the Mets is the team that I want to follow and I want to support? Not, why not the Yankees? I don't get that. <sighs> I don't know, but now, nah, so, so to put a button on this on the Anthony Davis thing, I think that it's not far for us to say that Anthony Davis will be a Laker one day. I just don't see it happening in the mm-hmm. near future. Because it's just like I said, logistically it doesn't make sense. They don't have the assets to trade for him, and I feel like New Orleans is, is from the New Orleans perspective. I don't, I don't think they want to give up Anthony Davis. 
Oh, yeah, eventually you're gonna lose him either way. They, they I think that's what I think. When his contract is over, that, you know. Well, here's the thing. He, he's, he has the option. They have the option to offer him a supermax contract next, not next off season, but this coming off season. So yeah, next off season, 2019. They have the you option. You can make that money back with endorsement him, deals, right? Nobody cares. To offer oh. him a 239 million dollar uh, uh, supermax extension that's worth five years, but but he's been losing for the last the last five years. <laughs> like, what, you know, man. After uh, a while, you get bored losing, right. like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's my thing with Anthony Davis too. I feel like if you if you're Anthony Davis now, you're 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 taking into consideration the fact that you're in the seventh year, seventh year in the league. Mm-hmm. You're playing for a team who says they have your best interest at heart, but they but you still losing. You, you're still losing. So at some point, he's gonna have to sit himself down and say, "Listen, that's like I'm the Timberwolves with Kevin Garnett when he was like when he eight. was in his prime and they was just wasting his <laughs> shit away. He was wasting his time. Yeah, man, that was annoying, man. My Overall. dude was crying <laughs> on TV just. To go to the Celtics. I just want to win. That's how he yeah. felt. He tried. Just, he just wanted to win. When he won that championship in 08, yeah, I was, felt that. Yeah, you felt that. Yeah. I felt He's that, like, Yo, bro. I've been losing for 10 years. It was one of the first, like, that Celtics-Lakers rivalry in, like, 08, 9, 10. That was the... I'm bugging. No, nah, they did play each other three back-to-back years. I'm all yeah, 08 09. It was, yeah. It I mean, was 08, they played. Co- the Lakers won twice. The Lakers won twice. Yeah, and yeah, yeah they did play each other. Three that times. was the first time I really was, like... Watching basketball, Whoa. watching the finals. You know what I mean? Like I was in sixth grade, Whoa. I think, around that time. And I was able to really follow it. I was watching the finals. I was watching the semifinals and stuff. Back with Reggie Miller and them, man. But, um, well, it was Michael Jordan era. Right, right. So that was real. Yo. Ah, man, I'm not going to go back. I don't want to <laughs> date myself right now. Nah, but, uh. but nah, I, I feel like, yeah, I think I think at some point, Anthony Davis is going to have to sit down with his with his team. When I say his team, I mean like his own personal team. Be like, yo, listen, i got to start winning. It's not going to be good for my brand if I have this Keep talented of a losing. player and I'm continuously losing. That's a waste of talent. He's like 23? 24? AD is 25, I think. Oh, He's Giannis is 23. Giannis is 23. Oh, is that's crazy. Wait, hey, honestly, Davis, yeah, honestly, out of here, bro. Davis, gonna be the best Davis, player in the league. I think day. Davis. I think I see him. I see him there next year or this year. If they they gotta pull off something special, but what they like, there's nothing. But for them I don't to pull get off. it. I don't know what they can do this year though. And the thing is too, it's like the fans don't even really appreciate him, in my opinion. I think I think New Orleans is a football is a football city. If you ask me. New Orleans, well, Saints. This exactly. Saints I think are winning right now. Yeah, and the Saints are balling. That doesn't, yo, bro. When you watch Pelicans games, nobody's in the stands. You have a generational that's why, talent. That's why I know that Anthony's not going to stay. That's that. You know, there's franchises that have great players and they and don't, don't do nothing with it. Yeah, word. bro. You, just you have a generational talent and nobody's even coming out that's to the, the game Bucks. to support. That's the Bucks. Nah, right. Bucks. Nah, the Bucks fans are starting to wake up now. I that's who they have on their hands. But they're gonna lose him still. I, yeah, I, I don't think so. I, don't think so. I spoke about this last week. I don't think so because I feel like Giannis is a player who's used to. He's a person who's used to coming like oh not coming or living in a small city. Yeah, he say that now. You know, I you say, yo, nah, I heard nah. players say that. But you, oh my God, it's the only times I heard that. <laughs> and then bro. they go to big cities, and, <laughs> and then they, like, yo, I can't change? match this shit. Yeah, nah, my thing, Giannis don't. Giannis is not on the like. He's not on some shit where he's trying to go to another city. I don't think and he's buddy, trying to buddy. go. But if he's losing and he's not winning enough, I think he'll do it. He'll switch over, and I feel like he's he's. When you get a name like Greek Freak, you're supposed to be in a big city, man. Like, you don't, but that's the thing though. It's 2018. You don't need to be in the big city anymore. Hey, if you say so. I mean, I'm telling you. I see don't. the Greek freak in, in LA or, or New York. With social, every in ideal. I know y'all need it ideal. in New York. <laughs> y'all need a win. Ideally, <laughs> ideally, you'll you'll people will say, yo, a personality like the Greek freak. Because when y'all should be Nello. in New York, 
Y'all had Melo. Right. Y'all was hype over just over Melo. Yo, what's going on with Melo? They 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 throwing shit on Melo. I don't, I don't, I don't, I think it's unwarranted though. I think it's unwarranted shit. I, like I, I know still, that's like I always say. I think player, one of my favorite players. Now, I I feel like Melo is still a serviceable player in this league. It's just the fact that he's going to the Lakers. I heard. He's yeah, LeBron wants him on the Lakers. I think bro. he should go. I think he should. Why not? Like what else? He needs to like, win a ring. He does. Yeah, he needs to win a just, ring. Just just to cement his legacy. Yeah. Like I, because the thing with Melo was, I think the last two years have forced people to forget the caliber of scorer he was. Yeah. Like. Don't get it fucked up or twisted. This is one of the best scores of all time. Yeah, he was. And he's still a good score. Like, why, why people? He can still, it's just different. It's just that he can't, he's not, he was never really a great three-point shooter. Sure and he's always the type of player where he's going to take you about five, it's going to take you about five to seven seconds for him to create his shot in the memory and then knock it down. True. So it's like, yo, it's, it's, at this point, it's really just finding the right system or finding a that coach that's willing to deal with that. You don't play that style of ball in this era anymore, I heard, too. Like nah, yes, it's over. For ISO, that. the ISO stuff, like Kobe. Yeah, yeah, that's over. It's, yeah, the ISO ball, it's 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 over for like you said, it's over for the ISO ball. It's a lot more offenses are a lot more fluid. Yeah. The ball's moving a lot Passing more. It's, it's much faster now. It's a lot it's more sad, three points man. being taken now. If he was, and, like, if he was a little older, then maybe he would have like just retired and just make his numbers and call it a day. But I feel, I feel like they're destroying his legacy. Melo's legacy. So no, nah, I agree with that, and I feel like it's not fair. It's like it's not fair to Melo, and I hate yo. I still hate the fact that Houston tries to use him as a scapegoat. Houston is garbage, in bro. The like, first don't don't pull up on me, yo. How you can't you can't sit? I don't care what the analytics are telling me. You're not about to sit here and tell me that the seventh man in your rotation is the reason why y'all losing games. No, oh. no. Nah, look, look. I, I, Houston, you we, okay? Let's get real. Houston winning the championship. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, like we know Houston is that team. After been watching the basketball for years, you know there's teams that this, this is gonna make it like this far, and then that's it, bro. There's always those teams that are very talented and they have the good coaching the system Suns. and all that. The Suns, but their window was always about two to three, three years. years. That's we... Houston of this generation. Houston is that Suns team. Wait, how old is CP3 right now? Thirty-four, and they gave him a four-year contract worth like thirty-seven million dollars a year. I'm Watch like, the injury come. Watch the. In- he I'm got. Not... He pulled his hamstring last night. Really? Yes. Bro, oh, bro. He pulled his you left hamstring. Yes, bro. I was watching it. He pulled his left hamstring last night. Hey, how much hamstring injuries he's been having? <laughs> That's not funny, bro. Right, though. I mean, I ain't go front. And CP, CP, it reminds me a lot of Melo because he's he's another player where it's like, yo, he's one of the like the best point guards. We like, he's one of the best. I heard he's ball dominant though. He is ball dominant. Man, so. He's a point guard. He's one. Of, he's yeah. a ball, he's a ball dominant twenty and ten point guard who who has to have the ball in his hands hand. to facilitate the offense. That's regular. But he's one of the best at it as well too, and it hurts me to say to, that he doesn't have a ring. But it's like, yo, it is what it is. I think he's not gonna win a ring. He I may think, not. And he's, he's, not. he's not. If he's thirty five and he has no ring, it's a wrap for him. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. And after the, after thirty five, um, the Rockets are going down. Cause he's not gonna be run, able to run fast enough to run that offense. He's gonna get breakdown. And and what how old is James Harden? He's like my age, right? He's like 30. James Harden's like 29, 30 yeah, around there. So James know, Harden got years left to him, though. He got like a couple of years, but you know what happened with Kobe and Dan Tony's system, you know, that Achilles happened. Well, Kobe was a lot older though. He was like yeah, I was about to say Kobe was a lot older by that time like when he pulled his Achilles. He's like 36, right? Yeah. Well, I just I remember, I forgot you um <clears throat> Since we're on the topic, right? You said over this week. I didn't hear because I didn't. I didn't watch. I don't watch undisputed or none of that shit anymore. Like I'm boycotting that. Fuck all of the sports media on television. Skip Bayless is just a hater, man. 
<laughs> Yo, my theory with Skip Bayless is, the, is I just think Skip Bayless is literally there to be a contrarian to say wild shit. So then. Yo, he been doing this for him. 15 years. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> before I was yeah, born. He, he, made a, he made a career off this. He definitely made a yeah. career off this. He just, he's there to say, all the time. He's like, there to say the wild shit, and the person's supposed to pull up with a crazy rebuttal. It's kind of played out now. But nah, y'all, I'm over the week. Know, that show's doing good, though. I ain't lying. What, Undisputed? Undisputed is doing well. Um, um, Stephen A's show is not, I don't know what they're doing. I do so well. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yo, man, no point. Like Sp- Skip is pretty special. He's, Honestly, he's, we gotta give genius Steve, to him. We gotta give Stephen A the flowers while he can smell him, man. Stephen A is carrying ESPN as a company on his back. Like, he really got ESPN right here, though. Like, in the middle. Yeah, isn't he, back. like, the main draw? Bro, he wakes up in the morning. Sometimes he'll do a little. He'll he'll do a little cameo and get up. Mm-hmm. After you do the cameo and get up, he'll do first take for two hours. Take a little hour break. Mm-hmm. Come back at one o'clock and give you the Stephen A. Smith mm-hmm. show. Now, God forbid, there's a big game happening that night. Mm-hmm. He's back. <laughs> he's back at the night to cover the game. When as does well, he too. sleep, bro? I don't know. I don't know. But shout out to Stephen A. Smith, man. He, yo, shout out to Stephen A. Smith. They only he's got a Stephen A. Smith. That's oh, they got a Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. Oh, and my ain't go front. I fuck with Jalen Rose heavy. They got Stephen A. Smith, yeah. Jalen Rose, Mike Greeny, Michelle Beadle, some yeah, of the yeah. biggest names right now yeah. on, on ESPN. ESPN. But ESPN, is, I don't know. I think I think ESPN, what their issue is, is there. I feel like what ESPN is realizing now is that television has about like two, three years left, mm-hmm. and they're trying to make the transition into the digital space. Uh, hence why they put so much focus into ESPN Plus. Mm. Okay, where you okay. could just stream all of the thirty for thirties. You could uh, you could stream exclusive games that you wouldn't find on television. It's exclusive content just on there. Trying to adapt now. They're just trying to find a way to adapt, and I just feel like overall, I like the brand un- undisputed better. I ain't gonna I, lie. I don't. I just I think I think the whole debate style show is kind of played out now. Yeah, I think that's played out. But I mean, you watched Undisputed before. I've seen, uh, no, I've watched Undisputed. There, there's before. something about like I know you. Yeah, I, it's probably I, much I, I hate Skip. I don't hate Skip. Let me put it like this. I feel like Skip is a LeBron hater, and he says some crazy stuff, especially with Tom Brady. <laughs> but I feel like his presence gives the show personality. I mean, you know, Skip, Skip is still a good a, a yeah. good personality. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like I'm and not really Shannon trying to hear. With that, Shannon is, Shannon is funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon is really a down south nigga. That's funny shit. That's really what it is, Yo, bro. Yo, he got the goat on his head and everything. Yeah, the goat. Shannon just... <laughs> pulling up every day. Goat, with the goat James, on his head. That's yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. But nah, they got they got the down south. They got the down south Damn. black man on Fox, and they got the New Yorker on ESPN. Yeah, yo, it's <laughs> it's that two different worlds. I really oh, want to see a show where we got like Stephen A. and Shannon, Shannon just chopping it up with each other. Like, not like fuck the whole yeah, antics exactly. and all of the other extra. Just chopping but it up with each other. You know, because of the contract, you can't do that. It's, you know. You know the contracts on um, Fox yeah. One versus ESPN is like. Oh yeah, when I say all right, when I say Stephen A. Shannon, even if they're not together on the show, yeah, of course that can't happen. But like, I want to see them on in an environment where they don't have to do the extra shit, like where yeah. they don't have to constantly yell and scream and just like in the interview, or just something. talk. Yeah. You feel me? And I feel like oftentimes what happens is you kind of like you start to realize, yo, this is what people like. Yeah, about me. And you feel like this is what I always have to do. Mm-hmm. Like that's like that's my thing. That's my only beef with Stephen A. It's like sometimes you watch first take and it's like, does he think that he always has to yell and scream and just be crazy, or is this him? Because I, 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 I think Stephen A. is a very intelligent man. Yeah, he is. I sometimes I feel like he brings a lot. He brings a very value just for that. True. You know, when you just quiet and, and, and at the end of the, he's a New Yorker though. Yeah, so he's like yeah, he's how, been, he's how from, we talk. Is he from Queens? So <laughs> he definitely yeah, over there. Yeah. Yo, bro, I, ain't t- I never told, I never spoke about this on, on the podcast, but I definitely saw Stephen A. Mm-hmm. 
like four blocks away from my crib one day, bro. He was in a, he was in a, a silver S five fifty, and I'm I'm walking down the block. It was like over the summer walking down the block, and like I see somebody like busting maneuvers in the whip, like really trying to like. Bust a crazy U-turn in there. You know, you S550. Like 50, yeah, you 50 years <laughs> old. S550 is huge. And the blocks are small. And I see somebody like this. And I'm looking at that nigga. I'm like, why? And then, I'm like, you're the Steven A. <laughs> I'm, I'm waving the shit. But, you know, yeah, you, yeah, you know, shit. You know. probably, he probably feel like I was dick riding for me even. Yeah. Out to his presence, so he yeah. just kept it pushing. But shout out to that man. Shout out to Hollis Queens. But now, the reason why we came on the Undisputed topic in the first place is because Undisputed was the ones that, they were the ones who broke the story about Chris Paul saying that, um, James Harden. James Harden might be one of the best offensive players. CP3 said that James Harden is the best offensive play he's ever seen. It's crazy. And he, they were like, "Have you ever seen Michael Jordan?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think I think CP3 needs to get drug tested. I'm dead. Um, I'm dead. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> that Achilles injury must have hurt him. <laughs> it's like I don't know, man. So um, wait, where would you rank? This is the same question I asked my friend last week. Where would you rank James Harden all time as far as isolation, isolation scorers? He's not above Durant. Yo, you can't stop Durant. You can't. You can't, can't stop, stop Durant. I'm. I think offensively Durant is over Jordan, personally mm. speaking. Now, in terms of Jordan's athletic athletic ability and prowess, I give Jordan that, but. You can't stop six eleven seven foot. Like, come on, man. Six eleven. I was seven watching foot. like I was watching like him oh. at scrimmage, mm-hmm. and they couldn't stop him. Like every time, how you stop seven seven foot? Like you can jump verticals like thirty six inches. Come on, man. Like if six you taller than me, I can't stop you. Like <laughs> right. that don't make sense to me. Like six eleven seven foot can handle the ball oh. like a point guard. Could pull up from thirty. He get to the basket at ease. He's not even. He's not the biggest guy, but he'll put you in the post and, and, and knock down a couple of turnaround fadeaways. You know those skinny guys you play in the basket, like you on the basketball court, mm-hmm. and you just can't stop them and it gets you mad. It's because they got strong legs. That's what it comes like. It's just he has a, a very strong base, so it's like he, you can't. Um, you know how to uh, get spacing and everything. So it's just like, I think he's number one for me. And then all Jordan, time, you think Kevin Durant is the, is the best scorer of all time that anybody's score ever seen? All time, I really believe that Durant. Maybe the Iceman, but that's like way back. I, I'm not going to say anything like I ever watched the Iceman clip in my life. Not to say that I don't appreciate it. Because they compare Kevin Durant to, the to um, They do. The they Iceman. always compare him to Iceman. But I never really, I was never able to like find Iceman footage or game he, footage, he, I should say. He's a, but Michael Jordan was a different beast. But, and, okay, let's put it in shooting guards. Shooting guards, Michael Jordan is number one. James Harden is, I would put him, um, maybe D-Way, will, will you put D-Way above him? James Harden, as far as scorers? Yeah. Nah, I think I James Harden's a better scorer. Because yeah, James Harden's so. the way better shooter, is a way better shooter than Dunn. Yeah, than Dwayne Wade was. Dwayne Wade could, in his prime, in his heyday, Dwayne Wade was a great mid-range shooter, but he never no, was a good three-point shooter. shooter. James Harden is a knockdown shooter. Like, he could really... He's 6'5". <laughs> he could six, really six, score the ball or something yeah. crazy. I'll put him, like, third-ranked in terms of shooting guards. Like, shooting, like... I mean, but then again, it's still too early to call it. Oh, he's not finished his career yet, right? Right. Oh, not. what about Car Drexler? Like we keep on people forget how good he was, but then again, Jordan just mob demolishing. So <laughs> Yo, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people in that '90s era who just weren't able to win because of Jordan. That's some shit. Yeah, that's fuck Jordan, son. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I think I, I think it's a lot of players in the '90s who like, I think a lot of players now like, who played in the '90s. Like, yeah. <laughs> anytime you remember this about the '90s, I'm like, Yo, fuck Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I never got to win because of you, right? <laughs> if he wasn't here more, but yo, if Jordan never played the, the league, person, bro. You know, most people would have would have had championships. The only person that won in Jordan era was, um, Elijah Warren, the Rockets, 
back yeah, to back. In 94, 95. Five. And it was before Jordan went to his prime in the, the 90s. Um, the Pistons won in the 90. The Pistons, 88 and 89, they won and two And then in 99, the, the Spurs. It was so Celtics, it was really only two. It was Celtics, basically, the 80s. Was yeah, 80s Celtics, Celtics and Lakers. Lakers. Yeah, they was yeah. wild. Shout yeah. out to Magic. Shout out to David Stern for peeping that market. Mark, yeah, they were, the way, yo, market is probably the most important skill you got to have in this day and age. My son David Stern had the foresight from the 80s. White, black. <laughs> he said dynamic, white, black. The two biggest, the two biggest teams in the league. Yeah. Oh, no. Nah, hold on, hold on. Uh, Fix that draft. Hold on. Come over here real quick. <laughs> Put Make sure they can in, in the subject at the top. Hey, you know what? I know. I think they... They 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 put it. Ah, I'm not gonna leave that alone. Leave that. Leave that. Actually, yeah, yeah. now that I think about it, because certain things to me is like they they knew who was gonna be where they're gonna be, but I'll leave that one alone. All right. But I think um you know do you think Larry Bird is a good like like we where were you rank Larry Bird all time in terms of players? I think Larry Bird. I think Larry Bird's like my. He's in my top ten. What about, like, say, small fours of all time? Oh, small fours of all time? Yeah. He's definitely top five small top fours of all five, time. Yeah. I think he's top Between three. Between him, Scotty, LeBron, yeah. KD. Yeah. First thing that comes to mind. KD's a small four? KD's a small four, yeah. Damn, then, if KD's a small four, then, damn. Let's see when KD's finished. He should be, like, 33,000 points, maybe. I was about to say, KD has about, I was trying to see how many points he has total. Yeah, it's, it's saying that he got 21,000. <laughs> Already? 21,000. I feel like he should have more than that, Marlon. But then again, no, he's only been in the league for... Um, How old is KD? 30. Like, he's only been in the league for 12 years. And I ain't go for it. He got like another eight years left. <laughs> Damn. If KD was like a solo player, like, you know, just a ball yeah. hog... Yeah, it'd be over. Yo. Because he's mad efficient, though. OD efficient. He, that's, that's another thing about Kevin Durant. He's very efficient. efficient. Oh, he man. definitely, yo, niggas forget that 2014 season when he was putting up 32 a game. Yeah, <laughs> 32 a game well, with seven boards and five assists. He demolished the Cavs like two back to back seasons, right? Right. Two MVPs. Yo, I think he's unstoppable. Kevin Durant? I think he's unstoppable. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. You know who's nice on the Sun? That guy, that um, light skinned dude, uh, I forgot his name. On the Suns. Come on, you know. Sun. No, I'm saying, which, which, which Suns team? Um, oh, we're talking about Phoenix. this. Oh, right uh, now, Devin Booker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, yeah D Book is a baller. Yeah, he's nice. My only my only thing with Devin Booker is he's nice, but I'm starting to start into I'm on the fence. Oh. Not about his talent, but I'm on the fence on whether or not his numbers are empty. Oh, what do you mean? Because his numbers yo, like Devin Booker's been dropping buckets and getting better every season, but they're not translating into wins. Yo, it, he's He's gonna leave the Suns soon. You know the Suns ain't going nowhere. Like that's no, a franchise no, that leaving, never bro. wins. He just, they, he just signed a five year extension this summer. Yeah, he's stupid. He's different. <laughs> <laughs> he's here, bro. He's at the Suns. He's in the Suns for a minute, and, and now starting. Wait, how old is he anyway? He's twenty two. He'd be the same age. Okay, so at least he can opt out maybe the third year. So he'd be like twenty five ish. Maybe his option is 25, 26, and then he goes to a nice team, and he just starts, you know, winning championships. That's how. Make it seem so easy, <laughs> yo. I'm nah, not. but the thing is, though, like, I don't. I'm still lo- maybe. You could make the argument that the Suns are just in the Western Conference, and it's just very difficult for them to keep up everybody else. But well, who's who's on his team though? Who, he just who? had the number one pick in the draft, and DeAndre Ayton. If it wasn't for Luka Doncic, he'd be the Rookie of the Year. They also have, but they just they just gave up Trevor Reza for Kelly Oubre and Austin Rivers. You know, the Suns be. They have TJ Warren, who's a, who's a walking bucket. They have Josh Jackson, who was the fourth the fourth um overall pick from last year's draft, but he's buried on the bench now. 
Who who else is on the Suns roster right now that matters? Some teams just give away good drafts. Like they could come through the the franchise and then like two years later they go somewhere else or three years later. Like look look at um Thunder. It went through who? Obviously Kevin Durant left. Um what's his name? James Harden left. Um who's that other guy? Is his name Jackson? Um they there's like four all stars that went through there like a couple years back that left. So we had K D James Harden, the- Russell Westbrook, um Serge Ibaka was on that team at one yeah. point. Think, think about his other you, you're thinking about Jeff Green? That's who you think about? Cause, and Jeff Green ain't no monster. Not, not him. Not, there's another guy, but I can't remember him right now. But they they had good players, and they went other places and did well, and are doing well. Okay, maybe the guy on the pace is what I was talking about. Um, oh, you mean recently when they traded uh, Demonis Sabonis and Demonis Sabonis, excuse yeah. me, and Victor Oladipo? Yeah. Victor yeah, him. Viva Sabonis. Sabonis is in the run to be six men of the year this year. I feel like dropping an good. easy fourteen and ten off the bench. Shout out to that man. Quietest, quietest kept. The most bonus in, in their run of, to being six minutes of the year this year. He's from Nigeria or something. Like, <laughs> I, think I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Nah, he's from. Uh, he's <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that name before. Nah, he's um, he's he's European. Oh, yeah, he's he's European. <clears throat> but um, Lithuanian actually. Yeah, I knew I wasn't. Lithuania, I Yo, shout out to you, those European players. They're really nice. Though. I, I, I think it's. I don't think it's far fetched to say that within the next couple of years, the league's gonna be fifty percent American players, fifty percent everything else. Do you see that new the new Dirk? I call him the new Dirk. Who the new Dirk? Um, on on uh, on the, the mask. Yeah. My son Luca, yeah. Luca Doncic. Yeah. yeah, I've been preaching Luca. I've been, <laughs> I've been preaching his his um praises. I call him the new Dirk. I've been preaching his. I've been preaching Luca Doncic to the since summertime. Yo, to he's summertime. a ball. He could ball. He, he just dropped thirty two last night on the Clippers. Something stupid. Damn, his step back is f- filthy. What's the, like shooting up? He's a he's a Small yo. I don't know what the, I don't even know what to Listen, call people no more. He's he's a he's a shit. Like, he could play the one and three easy. Oh, okay. He could play the one and three easy. I would. Six, he could play the one and three easy. He's, he's six, six ten, six ten, not six ten. I dragged him. Six eight. I'm six eight, okay. eight about two twenty. But he, he can handle the rock. His court vision is amazing. He could score from almost anywhere. Well, he's like floor. a point. He's a point. He's pretty forward? much a point forward. Yeah. yeah. He's a point forward. Yes, of course, there's holes in his game like any rookie would have, but there's not many mm-hmm. holes because he's already been playing professional basketball for the past six years. But he can shoot pretty much. Yeah, yeah so he's he, he going to be fine. I mean, defense? He is he? Nah. Mm, nah, shaky. Shaky, but so well, who plays defense? Dirk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, yo. It's whatever. Yo, yeah. The thing, the thing with these European players, I realized, I did a little research. Dirk don't play defense. defense. Oh. Yeah, come on. Now. Yeah, come on. The thing with the European players, the reason why it's easy not easy. The reason why it's easier for them to come over to the NBA and, and ball out is because in Europe, you really like you putting in work. And you like, I remember I was I was I forgot who I was listening to or what I was reading, but a European player was talking about how when he initially came over to the um to uh, the NBA, he's like, Yo, this shit is easy because in Europe you practicing like two three times a day. Oh, in wow. the NBA you're not really practicing during the season because you always on the road, flying, hustling, bustling. You playing like two games a week in Europe, so you got. The whole week to practice, so like they really overworking European players almost. Oh, so man. when they come to the league now, niggas like yo, I only gotta, I only gotta go to shoot around and then sleep and then come to the. <laughs> I'm ready, so let's go. Yo, so is 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 the transition for him? They, they, the grind in Europe is harder. Probably. You said the what? The grind, or like the the rigor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How you how you feel about that Lomelo? I know I know we probably don't want to talk about it, but like nah, the Lonzo Ball, um, family. You know when he went to like. Overseas, 
for the Sun and all that stuff, and you play with those European players. You think you think um Lamelo is gonna be anything? I think that um if Lamelo takes start taking basketball a little more serious, he yeah. could actually be a, a serviceable player in the league. All right. I don't think he takes it seriously though. <laughs> I think he's doing it for. I think I think he's just having fun right now. Ain't nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong. With that. I mean, he's about he's about six nine. He's about. Six yeah, eight, he got, he's tall. Nine, like yeah. six, he's anywhere from six six to six yeah. six nine now. Yeah. The he's kid's pretty grown. damn tall. And I think as far as um Lavar Ball taking them over to Europe, I think that was just a stunt for them. Not even a stunt. I think that was just like no, I wouldn't call it a stunt. I think that was just more so him trying to gain more exposure. Oh yeah, for the brand. For, for the brand. I don't blame him for that. I'm gonna yeah. keep it a stack. I don't blame him for that. He's smart. Though. You can say what you exactly. You can say what you want, but listen, that's that's Big not a bad brand, that's not a bad yeah. plan. That's a good idea. Actually. If I can go, if I if I got three sons who can hoop, and I got a brand, I'm sitting on a brand like Big Baller. That's not recording my shit. That's not recording shit. But I'm sitting on a brand like Big Baller. Yeah. And I get a call from Europe like, yo, pull up. We'll let you put Big Baller brand at the half court circle. We'll give the referees Big Baller brand shirts. Just come play with us. Wow. That's our money right there. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and he got three sons. 6'6". Six, six, taller. G-Lo. And one, I forgot, I forgot G-Lo. I forgot Jello? Jello? Not Jello. Jello, G-Lo, Leangelo. Leangelo. He's yeah. trash. He's not. He's, he's trash. I don't think he's good. I mean, in high school, he was dropping 30 plus. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, his father still believes that they're gonna go to the NBA. So <laughs> no, nah, I did like <laughs> I'm gonna I'm just gonna see. I'm gonna give it a couple I, years. I really, I think I think Lamelo can, can get to the I NBA. Think Lamelo, I'm not gonna Lamelo, lie. I think Lamelo definitely, can definitely play in the NBA. Yeah, like I said, he has to just start taking basketball more seriously. seriously yeah. So I ain't gonna front, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know why we haven't been hearing about this more, but we I feel like we definitely should be hearing about this more. Derrick Rose. Ah, uh, <laughs> Derrick Rose. Oh my God! As quiet as kept, Derrick Rose is having a little oh, mini resurgence the down there, out there in Minnesota. Yeah, he sound like I think he's back. I honestly think he's back. Not that the same Derrick Rose. No, of course not the same Derrick Rose. But he's not too far off. You know what it is too, though. I don't even. It's like I don't. I'm not too sure. I'm not. I'm weak. I just got an update on my phone that says. Several small market GMs upset NBA will enforce tampering rules after LeBron said AD to LA would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in LA, yo, LA got a history of getting caught, with these, caught up in these tampering with these tampering yeah, violations. So bro, they got Kobe. That'd be interesting from, to see. They how got that Kobe plays from out. the was it the Hornets? Where it was the Charlotte, the Charlotte Hornets. The it was the Hornets, bro. Kobe went to the Hornets in. Was it 06? Not 06. I'm wilding right now. He said, wait, 96. 96. He got drafted by the Hornets in 96. 96 and he was and traded. And then he traded in 06. But they knew Kobe was going to be nasty. Who knew who was going to be nasty? Did, um, Lakers? Yeah, the GM at the time. I, I mean, yeah, that's why they traded for him. <laughs> they knew he was going to be nasty. Because he was, he was like scorching like NBA players at the time. Mm-hmm. So and he Coming was, straight out of high school, high school with that. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not too sure why people are so surprised about Derrick Rose's play because two seasons ago, he was giving the Knicks 18-4. and four. But it's the Knicks, and he was trash. So nobody's paying attention to him. <laughs> we all thought it was empty you numbers. Know, how, you, Fair enough. How, how are you the biggest market team? And, you and you're constantly trash? Yeah. I don't understand Shout out to James James. Dolan. We should talk about the Knicks a bit. Shout out to James. Well, I mean, we, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But nah. Um, yeah, he was giving the Knicks 18-4 and four two seasons ago. And I could, like I said, it makes sense why nobody paid attention to it because we were trash at the time. Like but four, now he's definitely... Forces, yeah. He's all right. 
I mean, 18 is not bad, though. 18, 18 a game. It's not easy to score 18 a game in the NBA. Yeah, that's true. And now this year, he's doing 19 and 4, shooting 49% from the field and 46% from three point line. He's shooting 46% from behind the arc. That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, 49? 49% from the field, 46% from the arc. Oh, snap. Okay. Lest we forget that 50 point game he had this season as well. Yeah, that too. 50 point game that was crazy. crazy. Yeah. I felt like vintage Derrick Rose. Right, man. I'm not, I still I can't believe he got the MVP over LeBron. So that's. I'm not even. I think the was, league, I think the league was, was tired of giving LeBron, LeBron. the MVP. LeBron should have had like eight, nine, ten right. MVPs. Like Michael Jordan. I think the league should. I think the league got tired of giving LeBron MVPs. LeBron's going to win one more MVP, I think. You think so? I think one more MVP. I don't. I don't. I, I don't think, think so. I think the Lakers are gonna have a, a crazy season coming up, and then what next? I'm gonna say it would take it would have to like the Lakers would have to finish number one or number two in the West. And the way that they do, and they're winning fifty something, right? sixty games because they, they do that dumbass. Um, they do that dumbass award show now. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. even even if even with the award show, the um, playoffs don't have much. They're not waiting much. It just started about two years ago now. Oh, okay, that's why. <laughs> yeah, you ain't, ain't, ain't missing much. But now nah, the um the playoffs don't have much. They don't hold much weight into regular season awards, so mm-hmm. I guess that wouldn't matter. But the Lake it would take for the Lakers to win, not win, to finish first or second in the Western Conference. LeBron would have to put up like the numbers he's putting up already. numbers. He gonna put up the same twenty eight seven to seven. Fifty percent shooting. And it's just like, yo, you're still not MVP material. Yo, he was shooting 54% from the field last year. And James Harden won. Yeah. Why is it, this is crap? Right. The, but that, I think the reason why James, not, the, not to say this is the only reason why James Harden won, but that was part of James Harden winning was because he was supposed to, well, they felt like he should have gotten it the year that yeah, Russell Yeah, before, won. yeah. Russell sort of. I must making those triple doubles. He's going for them triple doubles, bro. bro. Yeah, he yeah, he's yeah, padding his stats because this shit's getting out of hand yeah, now, bro. No. He's averaging triple double again this season. You serious? Yes. He's averaging twenty ten. I'm not hearing this guy. He's not that nice. He's I mean, averaging, he's nice, but he don't get me wrong. He's averaging twenty. Like, is you think you think Russell Westbrook has either proven to us how easy it is to get a triple double, or that triple doubles don't really mean much? It doesn't mean much. I don't mean much. I mean, well, what's their record now? Because he, I know PG has been going off, right? Yeah, PG's been balling. Yeah. And then they're um they're twenty and ten now, Sec- second in the Western Conference. And it's funny you brought a PG. So you, th- I was you think where you think the Thunder's going this year? <laughs> they're gonna beat um Golden State. Well, if the playoffs started today, they we didn't. haven't talked about Golden State much. That's stuff we talked about. Nah, the we didn't go- I mean, go- listen, we know Golden State <laughs> is going to the finals. And they're more than likely gonna win. There's nothing to really talk about with Golden State besides the fact that Kevin Durant might leave. And I'm kind of tired of talking about that story now. I don't want to keep gassing myself. Bro. We'll just have to wait and see what he does. <laughs> but, like, come on, son. Golden State is Golden State. And right, ironically, right, Steph right, cool. is also in a similar position that LeBron is in. Now that you brought that up, I think I'm not think about it. And I say the reason why I say that is because I don't think Steph, even though Steph is balling like an MVP, I don't think they're going to give him another one. Nah, man. He won two MVPs. Yeah, they're not. And a unanimous MVP. MVP. Nah, he didn't deserve that. <laughs> uh, no. Nah, he didn't nah, really, really, really work for that one. No. Steph, no. That's like Steve Nash when he won over Shaq. And Come he won, on, he won Shaq over Kobe. And Co- Kobe, that 2000, 2006 to 2007 season. Son, that was ultimate Kobe. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> How this guy won? Yo, I was done after that year. And then LeBron and them not giving him that year. And then, oh, D-Rose. 
mm-hmm. versus LeBron, and Kobe versus uh, Steve Nash that year. And um, he won over Shaq, too. He won over Shaq. So I was like, nah, I'm not hearing that. Shaq was like shooting 59% from the field. I mean, not shooting. You know, he's dunking. Well, the, <laughs> the, um, the, um, 30 points a game. MVP shit is always weird to me because it's like you never really know what they're judging on. Are they judging based yeah. off who's really the most valuable popular, player to their team? Or is it man. just exactly? Popularity. Are they just going based off the storyline of the season? It's popularity. The Suns were going crazy. They were um, Mike D'Antoni's system, padding numbers and everything. It was flashy. I ain't gonna lie. Um, what's his name? Um, he was um, was it Stoudemire? It was Stoudemire, and it was um, I forgot his name. But he used to shoot that weird shot like Sean Marion. Sean Marion dunking all over the place. It was highlight reel. It was a it was a highlight reel. I can't lie. I was on the bandwagon, but they ain't going nowhere. They ain't going nowhere. So I know nah, Spurs. Shouts to the Antonio Systems constantly just putting up crazy numbers, numbers and, and getting nowhere eliminated in the playoffs. One of, the, one of the greatest offensive minds of all time, don't get me wrong. but and then I remember I remember back in the day, y'all was like, nah, the Spurs ain't going nowhere. You see the Suns? I think we, we, you, there was a crew at the church. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, nah, we're not going nowhere. Tim Duncan. I used to fuck with the Suns heavy. No, son, Tim Duncan whack. But Tim Duncan wasn't whack. He was just very just, boring to watch. Yeah. But he was like dropping 20. Yeah, but 10, it was, it was and, a boring 2010, though. Like, nobody wanted to watch Tim like, Duncan yo. drop 20 and 10. Oh, but we winning championships over here, yeah, passing balls. It's cool. It wasn't. It wasn't flashy though. And the Suns weren't going nowhere. <laughs> but they flashy. That's a fact. Stay, stay, <laughs> stay on the same MVP topic, right? Yeah. You think it would be too far fetched to say that uh, Paul George could potentially win MVP this season? No, Oklahoma he's not. City. He's not on nah, MVP. Premium, though. Premium, though. He's having a season. He's having a career. Wait, season. How, how much? What's his numbers? Again? He's having a career season. He's averaging twenty-five, eight boards. Four assists, career numbers. Wait, wait, what's what's Durant averaging right now? Durant right now, I want to say he's averaging like twenty seven. Let me double check. I don't want to say. I don't want to. Let's see the top three people that's averaging their points, assists, all that. Let's see. Kevin Durant definitely top five scoring right now, though. I know that. He's like maybe a three. He's averaging twenty seven, seven rebounds, four assists. The reason why now hit me out with the Paul George thing. It might be a little far fetched right now, and it's still what's very percentage early. wise. Who? What's percentage like forty four percent, forty three percent? Kevin Durant, Paul George. In the low 40s. Oh, shooting percentage, you mean? Yeah. Oh, shooting 44% from the field and 38% from behind the arc. No. He's like James Harden. <laughs> Two steals a game. James Harden. All right, listen, I, I dragged it. I might have dragged it. Paul George didn't win the MVP. Yeah. No, but it's still something wait, to say. Jordan, wait, what's, what about James Harden? How much? Oh, he's averaging like 30 a game this year. 30 oh, a game with 86. Come on, man. You know. He's not yeah, but he's not, he's not winning MVP because they, they're dirt. This dirt, year. They're trash. Yeah. And true say, as quiet as kept, the reason the real, not. A lot of people have been saying that, actually, but the real reason why Houston's trash is just because they lost their, their biggest defensive uh, asset. Aaron, so. Aaron, right? Yeah, it is what it is. But now, nah, he he's on the watch. He's on the Wizards now. Stop. <laughs> why? He's on the Wizards now. He was on. He signed a fifteen year, a fifteen million dollar deal with the Suns, and then he was traded to the Wizards. But the reason why, not the reason why, but I think it's, it still shouldn't go unnoticed. Paul George's production this year shouldn't go unnoticed because last year. I was watching him play, and I'm like, yo, this nigga's really trash, and he's not, he's overrated, and he never lived up to the hype. Not realizing that he was playing the majority of the season with a big-ass sack of pus on his shooting elbow. Oh. And he had to get his knee, he had to get, like, a little orthoscopic knee surgery this this past offseason. And since he's got the, since he's cleaned up the inflammation in his elbow and cleaned up his knee, he's been balling this season. All right. He's been balling. This Look, season. I give him props. Twenty five is not even not easy to average in, in NBA. So yeah, and I do appreciate Russell Westbrook finally deferring to somebody and not 
Because well, Russell Westbrook. Wait, how much points he's making now? Uh, Russell? Yeah. He's averaging 20, 10, and 10. 20? 20, 10, points? and 10. Yeah. Like as in two zero, not not twenty nine. Oh, okay, all right, that's nice. I would never see Russell deferring to anything. <laughs> I'm like twenty. Really another triple double. That's boring. That's blowing my mind. I'm think the more I think about it, the more it blows my mind. I, th- I think I, I kind of I'm gonna give it a little bit more respect because now because he's averaging less. That means he must be attempting less shots. Yeah, he is. Yeah. About, ironically, yes, he is attempting. Less. Last year he was attempting twenty more shots a game. Now he's around eighteen. And Paul George has attempted 20, 17 again. Now he's mm-hmm. attempted about 19. Okay. So, yeah, the dynamic is shifting a little bit. And now I'm starting to realize, okay, I see why Paul George wanted to stay in Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. Like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe you know what it is, too? I think. I mean, Russ realizes you're going to get old. And not even that. Not even that. But, like, just when it comes to. Because we thought. Everybody thought was under the impression. We were all under the impression that Paul George was going to L.A. I wasn't under that impression. No, nah, I really thought he was going to L.A. Now that I think about it, it's like, yo, L.A. is one of the biggest media markets in the country. L.A. gets top-tier players. I mean, Paul George is a – if you rank him on 2K. I can't Fuck 2K. Do, <laughs> do you get 2K, 2K rankings. Bro, Paul George is still – He's like an 80, 88, 89. Paul George is still a viable second option, though. Yeah, he's a second he's still, option. He's still a viable. That, and that's what, that's, what, that's what the Lakers are looking for, a second option for LeBron. So, they trying to get stars, like real stars. Paul George, Paul George's not a star. He's not a star caliber player in this league. Star, Paul George is still one of the top twenty players in this league. He's a top, top twenty five, 20, top twenty five. He's 20, not a Davis. Anthony Davis. Uh, is, no, but yeah, of course not. Comparing him to Anthony Davis, of course not. But because LeBron is, remember, LeBron is getting up there in age, so it's like eventually you gotta let somebody take the mantle. And the Lakers trying to be in a good place because they trying to win more championships after LeBron. This is true. So that's that's what I'm looking at. I'm not even looking. That's why I'm like. The ball family. I'm looking at this. I'm, I'm looking at certain things later mm-hmm. on. I'm not worried about now because I know they're going to. How much championships you think the Lakers going to really win? Like with LeBron. They could win at least one. You know, they win in two. Years. They win in two. At least. They win in two. So, like I was saying, <laughs> LeBron, um, when anytime you're playing with LeBron, it's a, it's, it's, it automatically turns your city into a media circus. And maybe Paul George just didn't want to have to deal with that. Compared to oh, yeah, Oklahoma he, City, where Oklahoma City is one of the smallest media markets in the country, not even just in the NBA, just one of the smaller media markets in the country. The it's word, not much attention the, the over word there, is so. like when LeBron, when they win, it's LeBron like fault, or they praise LeBron when they lose, it's everybody else's fault. Right, like right. That's one, of the, that's one of the biggest issues with um playing with LeBron. People don't want to be bothered with that too. So that's a fact. That's a fact, but no, nah, definitely, it definitely is making more sense to me why Paul George wanted to stay, and he is having a, a hell of a season. But let's switch gears a bit. I want to talk more about um, your personal endeavors and the viability. No, I said viability. I know it's not viability. It's oh, viability. I, say, I, I right. said it right. Yeah, you you're right. Viability right. coach. Right, so yeah. yeah, you call yourself a viability coach. Can you explain to the to everybody what a viability coach is? All right. So a viability coach is someone who helps people like through traumatic experiences. Uh, you know, if you go into like relationship issues, like you know, divorce. Uh, but more importantly, um, helping people to go for what they want in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of us are afraid to take the risk to fail. And to, I mean, honestly, we are afraid to look stupid. And uh, what a viability coach is, they help people pinpoint. Their strong points, like their personality traits, that's strong, and then mm-hmm. work with those, and from there, um, go after whatever it is, whatever it is that they want in life. So whether it be like, I don't know, being a teacher, being uh, an entrepreneur, whatever you want to do, that you dream of, 
I help you go after that, right? Mm-hmm. But also, um, while we're going after our careers, we want to make sure we are well balanced. So, like socially, like we're going out there having fun, building good relationships too is very necessary too. Like you always say, Darnell, um, life is about relationships. Mm-hmm. So that's what a viability coach pretty much does. So how do you? You said you wanna. You said you want to help people reach their goals and, 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 and things of that nature. So I'm going to give you a little backdrop of my story. So okay. I went to FIT, Fashion Institute of Technology, mm-hmm. um, when I was 21. Uh, I, I I did a communication design degree for two years. It was horrible. I, I totally sucked at it. You sucked at what exactly? Being um, a student or just the, the, the major that you chose? My grades weren't bad, but mm-hmm. I sucked at being a designer, a graphic designer. Just be more specific. Um, um, I wasn't good at it. I'm used to being at the top of the hill mm-hmm. so because I was an illustrator in high school. I was top three. When I wanted to be top three, I could be top three. Also, oh, so, so let me just put, just to put things into context. Top context, excuse me. In high school, you were an illustrator. Yeah. And so then you graduated. That. You went to FIT. And you said, I instead of sticking to illustration, let me go into graphic design because yeah. every the times are changing. Everything is turning to digital. So let me. I was inspired by a friend. She was doing graphic design, and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to be a broke artist. <laughs> so I went after the money. I'm not going to lie. I went after the money. So what's the difference between being a graphic designer and an illustrator? See, you when you're me. younger, you think that you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But when I went to graphic design, I realized that I, one, sucked at it. <laughs> <laughs> Two, that there were a lot of people that had more experience, and it was a different aspect of illustration. It was not, no longer just drawing. It was design now. So... I had to relearn the whole Adobe programs, so I sucked at that, and I found out later on that I didn't have the money, or not the money, I didn't have the skill sets that I needed, uh, and it took me a while to learn the program, so I was a little slow at it, <laughs> but um, I eventually learned it, but that's the first two years. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I got, Okay, so let me tell you the other side of the story that happened. So I went, tried to go to package design, and um, toy design, so making design toys. Yeah, I totally didn't get into both uh, majors. Both majors. I so where so where are you now at this point in your journey? You're, you're in what? This is your freshman year of college or sophomore year of college? You're I'm trying to make I'm, the transition. I'm, I'm, um, this this time at that time I was making this uh, the transition from the second year to going to my third year, so the bachelor's program. So the first two years is just the associate program. Associate program, program okay. And now we're applying for the, like the bachelor's program in FIT for packaging and toy design. Mm-hmm. I didn't get into both of them. So I had to take a year off to sit down and think about think what about I really want out of my life. So what was that year like? What was that year of reflection like? That year was a reflection of, my for me, personal growth. Uh, I realized that the, the environment in FIT, I realized that the it was, it was partly me, but it's also the environment. And... Okay, so I started doing coding. I tried to find out, like, oh, yeah, I don't know what the hell I want in my life. Mm-hmm. I got to figure this out. And then I started doing coding. But here's the funny thing. The professor in my web or my coding class basically said that one part of the class sucked, second part of the class was okay, and the other part of the class was smart in coding. I was part of the of the. The, the section that class. sucked. Oh, that sucked. I, 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 I sucked. Like, he so was like, you're slow. Like, <laughs> that's what he told me. Straight up, you you're stupid. slow. You're so, stupid. So now, what, this is after your associates. You realize you suck at graphic designing. You sw- you try to do packaging. You didn't get I mean, into that. And then you realize you suck at coding as well, too. So what's next? So the funny thing is I went to coding. Mm-hmm. And for the first three months, I sucked at coding. Mm-hmm. And then it took me three months to find out what a, a div is. And in coding, a div 
just think of Diva as like a box. So I went to the room, and one day I just I was like, oh snap, a div is a box. I, went to, <laughs> I ran into the room, told my mom a div is a box. She looked at me like I was crazy. Like he was crazy. Yeah, I was like, a div is a box. Yeah. Three months. Anyways, fast forward. Um, I I wrote down my goals. Um, to become a, like a web developer, whatever. Um, because the funny thing, when I got those letters for packaging, especially the packaging one, it was dated May 23rd, 2011. Mm. So on May 23rd, 2011, that's my birthday. They pretty much told me that I wasn't going to get into the program. So I took that personally. I was like, you could have said it on any other day. But you said it on May 23rd, 2011. And I was like, yo, I wrote down all my goals. All right, I'm going to learn this. I'm going to learn coding. I'm going to learn HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. I learned most of what I, I wrote down. That's the thing you should write down what you, whatever you want to learn in I mean, life. You're talking about that on the way here. Yep, you should write down anything that you want to do in life or uh, any ideas. So I did that. Anyways, let's fast forward that year. I came back. I, I applied for graphic design this time. Here's the funny thing. When I went to the interview, I was totally stuttering for the graphic design program. Were you at the interview for the graphic design program? Yeah, because my GPA wasn't the highest. It was like mm, two point nine, like sense. right underneath the three point Yo, you know it's crazy. I graduated with like a two eight, bro. If in actuality, that's really like an eighty percent. Right. Yo, I got two point nine. He's like, nah, you gotta be a three point I was like, all right, fine. Bro, bro, a two point nine. Yo, anybody, yo, anybody, any college student right now who has a two point nine, two point eight, you good? Don't worry. Look, bro. man, two point nine doesn't say how smart you are. Don't let them fool you. Bro, you're not about to sit here and tell me that you know eighty percent of the stuff on the test and you dumb. Dumb. Continue, yeah. Though. Like. So, I, I was studying in, in, in the interview, and they were pretty much laughing at me, right? So, like, I just snapped. Like, I, I got angry about mm-hmm. it because I felt like you're, gonna, you're not going to disrespect me or right, my right face. Right, in front of my face. At least, and at least laugh after So, me. yeah. Like, so, like, I got, like, really serious. Like, I looked them dead, dead in the eye, like, the way I'm looking at you right now. But I was like, <laughs> I was a black guy. They were the white people. <laughs> they were like, oh, he's going to come over the table and beat the and crap they, out of me. <laughs> There's that, that end of it as well, too. You got to worry yeah. about the stereotype. Yeah, the stereotype. Black man, black on y'all. Yeah, so honestly, I just got really laser focused, and I was like, you know, so this is what I did. I showed them my projects, my coding, mm-hmm. everything. And I, and after I, I said what I, have, I, had, I had to say, I was like, did I get in or not? And then they were like, well, yeah. The lady was like, yeah, because it was two of them. And I was just like, okay, I got in. All right, cool. But the guy was like, well, you know, well, you know, beat the politics. Well, you got to go through a process first, but, you know, but I already knew I got in because I was very confident that I, I put in the work. Nobody was doing coding at the time with graphic design. So mm-hmm. There was a transition that was happening in that time and era um, where you had to learn coding and graphic design. Now that's a mandatory thing, but I saw it before it eat, people started doing it. Anyways, I got in. I'm in graphic design, but they put me in the night program. So now I'm in the night program. I wanted to be in the morning program. So at least I got into the program. Right. You're thankful that you got into the program. Yeah. So, I'll tell you the other part of like how I became start becoming an entrepreneur and trying mm-hmm. to go down that yeah, path. Yeah, we'll get to all yeah. of that. Yeah. Oh, you want you want you want me to continue now? Yeah. Like, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, so my first semester in the bachelor's program, um, I met a um professor named Eli Kintz, um, and he introduced me to a guy named Brian, and he's Trinidadian, you know, from Trinidad. Mm-hmm. Shout out to West Indies um, folks <laughs> out there. Um, Americans too. No, I, don't, I yeah, love Americans, Americans too. Cool. No. Yeah, Americans, Americans too. Cool. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, he introduced me to him. He was a web developer. He was building crazy shit back then. Time was way crazy. Anyways, we sat down in a lounge. Um, for like from like maybe from like 
8 o'clock p.m. to like 3 o'clock in the morning, 3 a.m. in the morning talking mm-hmm. about Mark Zuckerberg, the coding, the building of stuff. And I was like, man, this guy's been all these crazy stuff. Like, maybe I could do that one day. So I started, that's what started my journey, like meeting the right people and going down that path. Um, there's a lot that happened. The, 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 I didn't have the plan, but I had a goal, like a vision. Like maybe if I could start building stuff, mm-hmm. I can create my stuff and do something what Mark Zuckerberg did. But obviously, I'm not trying to create social media because social media works. So at that time when you told yourself, maybe if I start building something, what what did you have in your mind to build? <laughs> I wanted to bring my own social media network at the time. And um, I was in school at the same time, so I didn't have the time to do that. Um, but I wanted to be with, at least build websites. So I started building little websites here and there, just little proje- projects. So when I was in school, I was just, uh, you know, you have a whole bunch of work to do because FIT overloads you with work. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would create my work ethic. So, you know, for three months, think of like you have back-to-back back assignments. There's no breathing room. And that's like, so one class is 1.5 credits. So think about having 15 class, 15 credits. 15 credits. So that's about eight classes. That's, yeah, that's some crazy. That's crazy. In studio time. So it was a lot of work, a lot of crazy stuff. And basically, after that, it created work ethic in me. So mm-hmm. I was always, I had to learn to be consistent or else I'll fall back. And after that point, it was just like, all right, when I, I call it off season. You know, when you have, um, everybody has winter break or the summertime, I would stay there and code. While everybody, you know, partying, wilding out, drinking, doing whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. No hating on, no shade on nobody. Y- y'all, y'all can do whatever you want, have fun. <laughs> y'all can get your shit off. <laughs> but I just, just say, I'm going to say, while they're going to doing that, I'm going to put work in the off season. So I looked at it like, you know, like Emmett Smith. Um, um, everybody is uh, built the same or something like that. But some men work in like in the off season, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. So I looked at it like that, like football. So I'm going to work in the off season and learn this coding stuff. And, you know, they told me, oh, the professors, they was like, I was, I was trying to tell them, yo, I want to be a web developer and a graphic designer. He's like, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. You know, there's a lot of pushback. Um, look, if I give you anybody, anybody any advice, professors will try to keep their jobs. And a lot of people don't want to grow. When you're in, when you're in certain fields, certain people get complacent. Mm-hmm. And what I realized with my professors, there's no shade at any of my professors. They work hard. But, you know, everybody got to eat, and their job is to protect their number one um, source of income, which is being a, a teacher or whatever. So I get it. I get it. Um, but I knew that the wave was changing, and you have to see the, see things before it happens. So I've seen that you need to have coding skills in order for you to survive in the market in the future. So I wanted to do that because I wanted to be like Mark Zuckerberg. Obviously, I didn't build social media, but it, it helped me to build K-Force. Uh, which is uh, the company that I uh, started actually 2018 this year. Mm-hmm. So, what is what is K Force? K Force is pretty much it's two it's two folds. Um, K Care Force is about fitness first and health, but it's also about mental health. I realized that people have a lot of mental health issues, um, and the reason why I mean fitness was I got into fitness because of mental health. So. When I was 25, it's something that I'm still like coping with, but I'm way, like, you know, I, I'm, I'm out the tunnel or about to be out the tunnel. The light, so the light, the light is, light is right, right there. there. It's right. right in my face. So um, sometimes in life you think you're invincible or you think that, you know, you have all the time in the world. So um, this is part of my PowerPoint too. Mm-hmm. But I took these pills, right? 
and these two is a, is B12 and um, biotin and basically what happens I had an afro and then my hair fell out I broke out in hive and my hair fell out mm. and then in two weeks less than two weeks that's what happened so basically when that happened I lost my hair and I damaged my hair because of the um the, the, the chemicals from I guess over what do you call it uh, you need to take too much pills What's it called? Overdosing. 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 Was it, how, how long were you taking these pills before you realized just, that was the direct effect of my, my, hair, my hair loss? Um, I took the pills for about a week and then I broke out in hives and when I, I used my afro and then I picked it out and it all started falling out. I was like, wait, wait, my hair's falling out? Nah, that's, so I picked it a couple of times and then it like, oh shit, it's, Big spot. I'm like, oh, <laughs> ah, man. So, anyways, that was a totally shocking effect. But fast forward a couple years, I was pretty depressed about that, man. That used to mess me. I, I was pretty depressed. So specifically because you were you were 25 year old man. You yeah, were just touching your prom. Yeah, you and then to start all taking of a sudden, to start growing yeah, my beard out of right, something. So, and my this B12 to help me with my, my while working out, with my exercises, and this happens. This happens. So how did you how did you not deal with that? How did you cope with that? Um, my coping mechanism was through uh, you know, being smarter. I started like, yo, no, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be smarter. I start going to the gym. Um, I started uh, uh, I, like I said before, coding, going to the gym. But it's more like I did those things to ignore the issue. To ignore it, to suppress it, so yeah, to speak, because yeah. everybody has their own form of coping mechanism. Yeah, that's right. But that wasn't the solution. The solution, and it took me four to five years to really figure that out, was actually just accepting the fact of this is this is what it is. But the thing about that happening to me, I was pretty lazy when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so they used to call me sloth uh, when I was a kid. So. <laughs> I'm dead. No, no, they used to call me sloth. I, I had like if if. There are things that need to be done. Yo, it's 20 years later, it's going to happen. So this made me realize, like, yo, life is short, and things could happen just like that. Like, you just that quick. To, you got to be able to adjust. Yeah, and and it's just like, if I want to do something great, and I, and I always felt like I wanted to do something great, it's just that sometimes stuff have to happen to you sometimes just for you to wake up. So that helped wake me up into, like, uh, forcing me to, like, all right, let me, mental health, I was dealing with this depression but I was ignoring it, and then it's like. But I realized a lot of people have this thing going on in America, so it's like, you know what? I want to do fitness, I want to do health, but then well, what about the application of like the mental health part mm-hmm. that comes into it? So I got into fitness because of mental health. So it was like my therapy session. I'm about to say when you say you got into fitness because of mental health was how was the fitness or how was you the consistent working out? How was that helping? It was your depression. Fitness was like okay. I used to, I have this thing called the Shuffle Alliance routine, and I you know I okay so. It's about 728 push-ups. I would have to, I would go through a session, and I would have to do 728 push-ups. Mm-hmm. Some of it was just by weight, by body weight, and some of it was like weight. So 50 pounds on my back is what my max was. So I would have 50 pounds on my back, and I would have to do this. now when I do the shuffle alliance. It's four different variations of the push-up. I would have to finish that thing, and if I don't finish the thing, then nothing counts. So 500 nice. push-ups don't count. You that, had to finish the whole. That, that was my mindset. That's why I told myself. So that so it was like some people take deal with depression in different ways of sadness. I took it out on like the physical aspect of my body. If I don't finish this, then you suck. That's what I. So that's the type. And of I'm, I, I assume 
correct me if I'm wrong, I assume that there was many times where you just couldn't get through the full seven hours. No, I did it all the time. You got through it all I, the time. If I had to, like, take three hours to finish, I, I, I have to fin- I'll, I'll finish it. Because it taught me a lesson. You finish what you start. Okay. So it's more like training my mind to say, like, no matter what happens, you got to finish what you start. You got to go through all 728 and do it until you – obviously, my body adjusted to it. So it became, like, people would come up to me in the gym, like, yo, you crazy, son. You crazy. But, like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah. But I'm a, I'm a, every, this if I could get through this, then I could get through a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. So that was that. They didn't look, they, people go to training because you know they want to get the girls, you know, look good, whatever. <laughs> for you, it, I get it. Was, it. it was more of a discipline thing. It was a discipline to train my mind because I said if I could get through this, that means I could get through anything. Right. Because at the time, mentally, I wasn't being, I was hitting a wall with the other stuff, with the depression. So I, I was trying to like circumvent that, and now it's just like now I'm gonna deal with this. And accept myself for who I am, but it took me four to five years to really do to that. realize that. Now, now depression and mental health is something that's that's been like a, um, it's been a hot topic over this past year. Mm-hmm. So you were going through this depression during a time where not many people were really talking about it. Out of curiosity, how did that feel? And how long um, was it before you felt that, or how long was it before you realized that I'm depressed and I'm really going through a bigger issue than just? Oh, I knew I w- I knew it was sad. Uh, maybe the third year. In third year the, in the third year in I was just like uh, all right um, something's not right here because it would like you know when you ignore things after a while it gets worse and worse mm-hmm. and then you know you a man I could do this by myself you know I don't need no help <laughs> <laughs> that's what pretty much what I was like and then it, it was just like I, you know to be honest I talked to my mom about certain things but it's like it helped but like I feel like what was the question again I said, what like, what does it feel like to be depressed, and how did you know that it you were depressed? Like, okay, okay. So, it, it, feeling is like more like you're in abyss, like you. It's like a never-ending cycle, like trapped, like trapped in a cage, like basically. But you're trapped in your own mind, but you're creating that atmosphere for yourself. Like mm-hmm. you're literally like, man, if I have my fro back, man, I'll be hot, man. I'll be like, you know, like, <laughs> but like I, I was holding on to the past, so. So it's little small things like that that we constantly remind and constantly suggest to ourselves that build up and create something bigger. Bigger, yeah. We we create our own reality. If you if you focus on negative things, you you're gonna create that bad space for yourself. Mm. And um, I was doing that for myself. But like like I said, I try to circumvent that by being smarter. Mm-hmm. But that didn't help. It's just um, what helped was the fitness. Um and. Uh, Accepting myself for who I am, and um, I, I I ain't gonna lie, me th- the reason why I was so depressed about it because like man I ain't get no chicks now <laughs> I don't got the hair no uh, more I'm not the same person shit. anymore that's what happened that's what happened to me man that's really what it was but like I've seen people who go around and live life and they they good you see they family you see all that stuff and they good and and it is successful so it was just like for me it's just like I need to become a better version of myself and that's why I started going to the gym become a better person physically mentally spiritually so I mean I fell off on the spiritual stuff a bit but I, I started back that like about three weeks so I'm back in in I'm back with that now so like if you don't have the three things you're gonna be screwed you're gonna now. be screwed if you don't have that solid foundation you're gonna be screwed so let me ask you a question you said it took you about four to five years to really get out of that slump yeah how did you start to feel like, how did you know that I, I'm no longer in this this depressive state where I'm constantly worried about the past and the fact that I lost my hair. Okay, okay, all right. 
Okay, so something happened to me in church. So somebody made a comment about my head and whatever, and yo, I went home. I just went. You just straight went home. home. I straight went home. I well, what time of the, what time of the service was this? And that was after the service. Like we oh, were eating. Yeah. Wait, you yeah. was mid meal. Somebody made a comment. You just somebody made a comment, and then wow. I just was up and left. And then I went home and I told my mother about it. <laughs> and then I was just like, I ain't going back down there ever again. <laughs> I'm done with this place. <laughs> and then um, a year and a half later, somebody else made a comment about it. But I noticed that this time I didn't take it so badly. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I shaved my head low. Like, bald, yeah. Then, But I noticed that I didn't, my reaction internally. It, w- it, w- it didn't it was, affect you the it same way. It was, I did get affected, but it was less. I was like, okay, so I am making growth. So I already knew that like, as time went on, the growth would keep on coming. So sometimes, not even sometimes, most times in life, it's, the, it's those little small moments of, of growth yeah. that constantly reassure you. Or reassure I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. Right. But, you know, eventually, you know, a year from now, I won't even care anymore. And then I, Before oh, you know it, it's a second there, thought. There, it's there, yeah, it's just like, it's, it is what it is. That's what life is, you know. I have a friend that actually got hit by a bus wow. twice, and he's paralyzed. I, we used to draw all the time. We used to have draws. And he's in Canarsie. He lives in Canarsie. So, wow. so that was crazy. And he was, like, younger than me. Mm-hmm. I'm younger, like 20. Okay, we're the same age, but he it happened in his early 20s. Mm-hmm. So I know he's like, man, I ain't got no girls. Da, da, da. I know he must have been, like, it's, and he's paralyzed for life. So it's mm-hmm. just like, I could walk around and do one-hand pull-ups and do all that crazy stuff. So... I'm like, why am I so... got to be more thankful. There's no reason for me to be upset because my situation could be way worse than it actually is. And I've seen is. people have, oh, you, know, you know what, our friend close to us in the church, you know, yeah. cancer stuff, mm-hmm. deliver, um, TJ. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing too. So like, I, I could be sick, to be real. So. Yeah, prayers go out to him, yeah, constantly yeah. keeping him in our prayers. Yeah. And everybody else too that's listening, keep him in our prayers as well. Yeah. So moving on, right? You start to realize that, okay, I'm starting to feel a little better. I'm starting to get out of this, out of this depressive stint. Mm-hmm. When did you now pull everything together and say, "I I want to start helping other people who are also suffering from depression or other mental health issues"? Um, talking to a friend of mine, she you know has uh, she was dealing with like mental health. She's a psychologist herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, seeing that some of the things she went through and seeing other people. I noticed that other people have certain of the same anxiety, sadness issues. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. I'm like, whoa, okay, there's a big problem over here. Um, not only in men, but... <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> 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 no, I, I get what you're saying, though. Sometimes not, somebody projects something on you, and it's like, whoa, okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. So it's more like, all right, you know, little, doing a little research and seeing how, like, screwed up we are. And social media doesn't help. Oh, no, of course oh, not. Oh, man, let me tell you about that. Instagram models and the. Yeah, I think ironically, I think ironically, you said Instagram models. I think they have it the worst. Because you gotta think about it. Prior to Instagram, right? Prior to Instagram, right? Nah, fuck being perfect. Like, like from an internal standpoint, right? Mm. They wake up every day, look in the mirror, and I'm like, yo, I'm fire, man. I'm crazy. All the niggas always in my body. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah. Only for you to pull out your phone, Mm -hmm. go on Instagram, and see twenty thousand bitches just as bad as you, if not better, getting more attention Mm -hmm. than you are, if not more. Yeah, and then you're just like, I'm not good enough. Right, but I think with what thing with social media is, it's not something. I don't think it's something that you that you realize right away. Nah, it's sl- it's slow like it's, a like a, like a poison. Right, like a snake. It creep up on you. Yeah, you don't know it. No, you don't know you're paralyzed until it's like, damn, man, she looked that way. He looks that way. He got like this a bunch of abs. That's why for me, I don't look at fitness because everybody's like fire on Instagram. 
but it's like the substance behind it. There's not much substance. It's more mm-hmm. like, uh, yo, I got six packs, I got eight packs, whatever you have because of the genetics. You know, some of us can't get the eight. You can only get the six. Right. Um, right. <laughs> it be little shit like that. It's like yo, it be little stuff like that. Like yo, I can't get eight packs, nigga, because it's not in your genetics, genetics to get eight packs. Flush with your six and be fine. Yeah, just and it's just like people be um, sad about it, but it's just like, but you know what's funny? You know what's funny? Um, people who have all that stuff, they don't do nothing really with it other than the showboat, and it's just like you don't got nothing else to show other than other than your um old six pack. You know, I know you see me post certain things from time to time, but mm-hmm. most of a lot of my posts, I try not to make it like. Like oh, oh, I'm ripped. I'm well, I mean, well, I mean, you you're, you're going in a different direction with it. Yeah. Like, you're not posting it just to post just it. Like, to post you're it. actually, you actually a trainer. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you're actually doing this for a reason. Reason, like. yeah. And it's just like, oh, look, I'm sexy. I'm, I'm okay. Now I'm not gonna hate on you. Yeah, you sexy. Yeah. Go do your thing. But I mean, to a, to a certain level, though, I think everybody, us included, of course, I think yeah. everybody's posting on Instagram and social media to seek some level of, of validation. Ten, yeah, validation. Yeah, that's like true, whether that's like true. yeah, others others seeking more more attention and validation than than, than others are. But it's like at the end of the day, we all are posting and doing shit on social. I mean, media it's a human thing. We want some type of validation to some degree, right? Because you want to be you want to be as a human. It's, it's a natural. You want to be noticed. accepted and yeah. noticed. That's true. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but uh, like I said, I, I'm u- I use it for like just to help um, move my um, K force forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but more importantly, just to like you know, I write. People don't read anymore. Like, just look at pictures. Like, uh, too, don't, so. You know, people don't read anymore. That's why I think a lot of video articles are becoming too more and more popular, popular because, because it's just easier to consume. That's why I did the blog thing, but I, I realized that video is more powerful. Well, maybe not to say that people don't read anymore because. Okay, it's it's it's. Well, nah, it's people. As, don't, I don't think it's people. Not read. As dominant. <laughs> it's not as it's not as pro, it's not as prevalent of, or as it should be. Like, people don't read as much. Having as a blog should. back in two thousand three was, was a good thing. thing. Yeah, I remember. Now, I remember the blog era of Vegas, yeah. but I remember but that was, blog era. Um, that was like vlogging, right? Vlogging. What's it called? V L O. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the the video version of of that. Vlogging, yeah. So, um, that's why I chose to do uh vlogging more. Eventually, I'm gonna get around to those things, but. Yeah, man, that's pretty much my story, my general story mm-hmm. uh, for why I started K-Force. I'm not going to get into the details of what went wrong behind right. the scenes. Right, of course not. But, not right now. I mean, that's failing forward. And, uh, yeah, so for you guys who don't know, everything that you see up there is designed, branded, built by myself. Wait, wait, but before you say that, where can they find you? Where can they, like, okay, plug so your Instagram account, plug your YouTube channel as well, too, plug all of that. And okay. tell them how they can reach out and set up different services with you as well, too. Okay, so the different services is not fully 100% ready. Not yet. So it's coming in 2019. It's coming in 2019, so stay tuned for that part. Okay. But I am on K4 slash Patreon. Um, the services is not fully up 100%. But you can find me um, at K4 um, on um, YouTube. Right now, I am doing just reactions, but the fitness videos will come in 2019. Beginning of 2019, we are there with a whole bunch of fitness videos. Right, but they can find they can find fitness uh, videos on your Instagram. Though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So my Instagram is K-Force, K-P-H-O-R-C-E. The same as everything else, all the other handles, Facebook, Twitter. Um, and you can check me out at www.kforce.com. All my content is there, my blogs, and my future blogs to come. So if you want some fitness like tips or anything like that, just mm-hmm. I'm your guy. I'll show you what I do. I'm unorthodox in my fitness um, training. Uh, I do 700 push-ups, as you can see. <laughs> as he bitches. Um, and it's pretty intense, but in life, nothing's easy. So, uh, 
Uh, anyways, check me out there, all right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, bro. Shamal, it's always a pleasure, bro. All right, man.